All righty. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. I hope everybody is doing well. I am glad to um, have you guys a part of our show today. My name is Howard Sapp with Now You Know, and we are here just to, uh, you know, you know, chew a little bit of the fat, you know, chop it up a little bit, talking about some things that are happening uh, nationally, as well as here locally and in our political arena and, and area and things that we are, you know, fighting against, talking about, trying to support, you know, where to support, where to put our support and that type of thing. So we want to make sure that everybody, you know, has a great, great understanding of, you know, some of the issues, some of the things that's happened, some of, um, even yet some of the elections that has happened and kind of bring everyone up to speed and just kind of talk about it a little bit. And, you know, and I'm here again with my, you know, co-host, my partner in crime, Dr. Cindy Banyer. You want to give a good shout out, Dr. Cindy Banyer, to everybody. Hey, hi, everybody. So I just want to point out, and I know that we're recording this what, on, on Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how weird of a day it is right now, okay? Because mm -hmm. it's actually cloudy out. Yes, um, it is. It's it about is. rain, and we've been in a drought, so it's actually mm -hmm. really good because we didn't get yes. the same amount of uh, rain over the summer here. Um, but it's kind of a weird time, and... Mm -hmm there is a potential tropical storm brewing in the Gulf yeah. for a late hurricane. That is crazy. You know, and, and I think we're just outside of the hurricane season, but, but they're saying because the waters are still so warm, you know, that it still has that potential for, you know, some development. I mean, I don't think it'll be anything significant, you right. know, but it's still, you know, the, the conditions, like you said, as far as the as we said, the warm water and everything, still gives you know the ability to generate you know that kind of uh, weather. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we're technically in hurricane season through November thirtieth. Through the, okay, ninety percent of the hurricanes are done by the end of September. I think is what it goes. So it's yeah, like yeah, I think, yeah, September, in October, right? But mm -hmm. um. But it looks like the spaghetti models for this uh, tropical storm or whatever, the chance of development is at 70% right, right now, but it's mm -hmm. going to kind of pull east and head over by Bermuda. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's because we're getting this rain. So, yep. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But but that's good. Like you say, it's something that Bad we weather. need. Um, it's not snow. You know, it's, it's something that we, there you go. It's not snow. And that, that's the important piece right there. You know, that, that's the thing that I you can certainly, uh, you know, you know, thank God for, because I, you know, coming from Virginia, being up in Virginia for about 18 years or so, uh, I'm done with the snow. You know, yeah. I am done with the snow and I'm, I'm a Michigan girl. I'm done too. Yeah. Getting that shovel out and, you know, trying to clear a path, you know, from the front door to the car and then getting the car out. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm good. I am good. I am so good. But yeah, but today we want to talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on. And it's, it's you know, of course, I, with everything that we have in here in the United States, it's, um, you know, politically, it is so much going on. And there is not a shortage of things to talk about, you know, but but still, um, one of the most important things, you know, I think is still yet this, um, which I, you know, continue to, we continue to hear about, but it's, you know, it, it's just, you know, sickening to me and, and 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 still lack of understanding for from from our congressional standpoint you know this threat of a government shutdown again you right. know we were here what um you know a couple you know months ago no uh, well well yeah that's true it's about a month ago you know we were here I think but, it was um, the beginning well what was it it was beginning of september right that, that, yeah that's that's you know so we were in november now so yeah about six weeks or so and yeah 
now here we are again, you know, talking about the threat of a shutdown, of course. But they they did say, and this was, of course, in the midst of not having a Speaker of the House and all of these things. And, you know, they were saying that, it, you know, see how that would affect, you know, because they just did, a, you know, a short, you know, um, short term spending plan, you know, up until. Right. You know, it was a continuing resolution and it right. expires on November 17th. Right. And then now they're still, you know, saying, okay, what are we going to do? Of course, no one wants to shut down. But, you know, again, even at that time, we were talking about, you know, the duties and everything of, you know, Congress and why they're elected. And one of the main things that, you know, they're, well, what they're supposed to do. And, and I think you had brought up the point, yeah, we're supposed to handle the business of our country and making sure that our country pays its bills and do the things that it's supposed to do and have the funding for that. And here we are. I don't know the last, again, I don't know the last time, you know, that we've had any extensive policy or plan, you know, that would take our government through, even if it's just a year or two, you know, I, I, I yeah. don't remember the last time. It's always, I don't think that there's been anything more than six months, even from, from the perspective of being a government employee, you know, it's always, you know, the threat of something looming, you know, behind the scenes, the possibility of a shutdown, you know, which is crazy. You know, right. and I, I'll, I'll never understand that. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a, a massive fight in 2012, that resulted in in a fairly substantial government shutdown. There was also a shorter shutdown, um, I believe, in twenty seventeen. I think so. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and that was like right over Christmas, so that was pretty mm -hmm. wild. It was. Uh, but yeah, this is you know this is a result of the Congress not passing a budget. You know, mm -hmm. the Congress last two years, and um, if we don't pass. The budget, which is the whole constitutional responsibility of the Congress, right? Exactly. Yeah. Government can't function, <laughs> and we're in a really weird spot right now where there's a large contingent of the Republican Party who thinks it's fine to not fund the right. government, and mm -hmm. they're so, frankly, misguided on what the federal government does that they're that they want to dismantle it. Um, mm -hmm. We even heard in last week's presidential Republican presidential primary debate, one of the candidates, Vivek Ramaswamy, said that on day one, he was going to fur uh, to lay off 50 percent of the federal workforce. Mm -hmm. And his response well, was well, that according to their Social Security number or something like that or yeah, yeah. The odd or whatever. Right. And then that was going to be fine. You wouldn't even notice it's different. I will tell you. People will notice. So not only is the federal government the largest employer in the country, it employs over 800,000 Americans. And think about, you know, so you're talking about significant number of households and people that'll be relying on those jobs, right? So exactly. you're talking about like, you know, half a million people instantaneously, yeah. uh, right? Out like without a job, that's a problem, okay? And here's the thing, the government actually does stuff, like stuff that's super important. <laughs> like jobs that Howard used to have, like, you yeah, know, yeah, flying yeah, 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 they, they do stuff. I mean, you know, duh. <laughs> making sure the pl the planes don't crash. Exactly. Uh, making sure bridges are working. Um, you know, your TSA, making sure the airports are safe. Uh, checking to make sure that the all of the ports are safe. Your customs bureau, right? The mm -hmm. people aren't smuggling stuff in. Um, you know, so many things. Making sure that food is properly 
uh, packaged and stored so people aren't getting sick, checking and testing and reviewing the research on medicines and yep. drugs. Mm-hmm. And like just on and on, on and on and on and on. There's actually know, a ton right? of stuff that the government does that's really great, like really great. And like other countries really wish that they had it. Um, and I think that, you know, Americans get in this thing where they're always thinking of themselves as like other, like everybody in the whole world is developed, like the United States. And that's simply mm-hmm. not the case. Like we have water, we can yeah. turn it on. And I tell you what, if you lay off 50% of the people at the water cleaning plant, you're going to have a problem. Oh, that, definitely. That, that definitely that, you know, it, and, and, and like you say, you know, the government does actually do things. And and I, this this guy is it's I mean, he it, it's ludicrous just to think, um, like I say, you know, going into, you know, even as you were talking about, you know, the debate and, and the, the candidates of debate. And one of the things that and I think that, you know, why um, they would and this is just a speculation, um, but why they would say it's a good idea is because it takes away. Now, from that standpoint, it takes away the account- the accountability. You know, now no one's accountable. Everything is now, it's just basically, you know, like I say, loosey-goosey, you can spin here, spin there. You know, you don't have to give an account for this. You know, there is, you know, nothing that you have to say that, well, you know, we, we, we've earmarked this amount for this particular area specifically and, and kind of go from there. So you can just take money, move money, shift money, uh, and then go from there and, and give any reason or excuse that you want to give you know, to say that this is why we did it. And, you know, so there's nothing that's going to hold you to making sure that this is done. You know, you can take money from, you know, some, the social security part, you can take money from Medicare, you can take money from these, those areas where they want to destroy anyway, they can just tend to take money from those particular areas. If there is no accountability, you know, so for them, like you say, you know, let, let it happen. We don't need it anyway. We don't need the government. We don't need, you know, so really, I mean, it, it's a long term racket too. Like this mm-hmm. is what I want everybody to talk about. And I know so here's here's what happens, okay? Conservatives and people they describe themselves as fiscally conservative and they go, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm responsible with my money and the government should be responsible too." Okay, that sounds reasonable. Really that's a Trojan horse to mm-hmm fund and privatize the government. And why is that? Because actually it's could be super lucrative, right? It's like a really well-funded and people want to get a part of it. And we have done, we have had a long era of people, you know, praising fiscal conservatism when really it's just a backdoor for privatization. And that's, you know, Mm -hmm. you look at the, what has happened in the military area, right? Um, Where companies like Halliburton, which had been a part of the State Department, had been part of the Defense Department, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Were privatized, okay? But here's the thing, there's no competitor. There is no competitor company to provide latrines and cafeteria services to military installations around the world. Mm-hmm. Like there isn't. So you've basically taken what had been a function of the government, privatized it, and then took all those profits and gave it to an individual, you know, a set of individuals, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and, it's that- funny because when you, and it's funny that you mentioned that name, not to cut you off, but it's funny that you mentioned that particular name because um, who was it that was um, running uh, Halliburton at the time? Dick Cheney. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, he was yes. running Halliburton. There you go. Had profited through the early Gulf Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and and then became vice president, right? And, and, and yes. ran the administration and pretended mm-hmm. it was 
<laughs> George W. Bush. But anyway, um, but yeah, no. And that's the thing is like, so there's a lot of these folks that are looking at this going, oh, like this can be very profitable. So that that's the whole back door. And it's really the thing that really bothers me is not the idea that we shouldn't have fiscal responsibility. I, I believe it. I agree. Like mm -hmm. on facts, that's like my professional background is in evaluation, <laughs> trying to make sure our government programs and, and nonprofit programs are running well. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we should be taking away money you know, from programs, I think we should make sure that they're working well, but that we should not put the those public dollars in private hands. I'm firmly against that. No, um, I, yeah, and, I totally agree. And people are being very disingenuous about that. That's oh, yeah. what bothers me. They say, oh, we got to be responsible. But what they really mean is like, I'm going to give this to all my donors. Mm -hmm. They're oh, going to yeah. make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and like you say, you know, de definitely, you know, with the, you know, taking those monies and putting it into the private hands. I mean, for them, I mean, what, what, what do you expect them to do? And I mean, if you, if you say, well, you know, they're going to handle it, you know, fiscally, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Okay. I mean, okay. really, 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 dude, it hadn't happened in, you know, how, how many, how many years, you know, how many centuries that, you know, we've been going through, it hasn't happened then. So what makes you think that that's going to happen now? Um, you're just putting yourself into a position of, again, like you say, just, you know, really destroying the democracy and destroying the government as, as it is now, as it stands now, just to put it into pri private hands. And, and that's basically what, you know, we have a lot of the, the Republican, you know, candidates want to do now, even for the leading candidate, you know, um, you know, Donald Trump, that that's exactly what he wants to do. You know, to to make that, you know, just take this and basically, you know, I'm the dictator that I can he and and with his his his, you know, I guess competitor Crooney wants now competitor DeSantis, same thing he wants to do for Florida. You know, it's my way. I can do this and I can do that, and we're gonna make sure that uh, all of the people that all the companies are all of my croonies, all of my buddies, all of my partners, all of those corporations, they're gonna be taken care of. You guys be taken care of, but then everybody else, you know, you know what, you know. They're you know, literally so leveraging their own power through mm -hmm. parceling up the state. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that should alarm everybody. Okay. Like this mm -hmm. is, uh, this is what's happened, what happened in Russia. Okay. This is what dictators around the world have done for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, there's uh, another podcast that I love called Gaslit Nation with Andrea Chalupa and Sarah Kenzier who talk about this a lot. And one way that they phrase it is they're trying to sell America for parts. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what they had done in Russia. Again, the oligarchs became powerful because they allowed certain things and certain people to become powerful in the post-Soviet Russia. Right. And that's kind of what the model that Donald Trump is looking at here too. I mean, you had Rex Tillerson, you know, running <laughs> the state department. You had, you know, these are people who had wow. business ties, um, with Donald Trump got him into power and then, you know, was given certain jobs and responsibilities and they're trying to siphon it off. I think mm -hmm. really, honestly, the best example here in Florida is this, the public schools and the charter oh, yeah. system yep, and definitely. Byron and Erica Donald, mm -hmm. because that is exactly what that all is. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's been climbing up and, and that's why he's there. They're talking with Trump about doing that at the national level as well. Yeah. So uh, selling off our schools for profit. Right, which which is crazy, and 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 you can see that you know how just like um with that uh, Moms for Liberty you know group or yeah. whatever you know and they're doing. Hey, Eric Donald was a founding member of yeah. Yeah, you know, and 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 they're trying to do their thing, and and you know I'm so glad that you know a lot of the uh, candidates that they supported you know was not successful in in their bid for you know different um, 
you know, school board elections and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and that that's the one thing that we could see, you know, how, you know, they start at, you know, the, the lower level, you know, the city government, you know, that type thing, and then try and escalate that up, um, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, we would make sure that we don't, you know, buy into that or give into that. And, and you know, a lot of the smaller elections, the local elections, you know, our Democrats would come out in droves and in numbers, you know, because we need them to to do what you know we need to do to protect the democracy. Because if if not, you know, we're going to see just like you were saying, you know, all of these things happening as far as the, the privatizing of, of schools, and then you're going to begin to see how um, well this area is going to get, you know, t- so much better equipment, information, books, education, um, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to have the, you know, not so affluent, not so um, fiscally. Black areas. I was trying to be a little bit nice, yeah. you know. But, <laughs> we, but, they're yeah. leaning into white supremacy, and I don't care if yes. Byron Donald is their poster child or not. No, you know, I mean, the only reason is because they let him eat at the table, okay? And and that's the truth, um, because this is firmly embedded in white supremacy. Same thing oh, with the election laws. Same without thing with the, with the education defunding. Um, and that's exactly what's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and, 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 and it's amazing. And I, and I really hope that, um, you know, people can really look at that and see that and paying attention to that. Because if not, you know, you're we're in for a, a long, rough, rough road. And, and, and now we have, like you said, with the presidential election coming up, you have so many people that's running, you know, in various races. And now we have so many now that are dropping out, you know, it's the, the, the field is getting smaller and smaller, you know, and you, and you can see, and, and just like with, you know, Trump and, you know, him not participating in the debates and stuff like that at this point, why, you know, um, you know, it, it's why, why would he, and, and, and I think, and I don't know what he's talking about, Donald Trump. I don't know what he's talking about when he goes to his particular, uh, events or anything like that, at, at least from the um, television and the news clips and stuff like that, he's not talking about any policy or he's not talking about what, you know, he can do. He's just talking about somebody being against him. He's talking about, you know, you know what the other guys are doing, you know, and why and this, that, and the other thing. So he's not, really not talking about what he can do and, and not talking about any significant, um, you know, national issues or anything like that, in which, you know, I mean, he has really no clue, you know, but you know, here we are, you know, so I'm well, really he has had a few things come out recently that are shocking. Okay. So there's mm-hmm. one thing called project 2025. That's actually not Donald Trump. It's the heritage foundation, mm-hmm. which is a conservative think tank. And they're kind of like building policy around Donald Trump. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. He's, <laughs> but it's, it's a really, really scary plan. So it's talking about rolling back all the climate change initiatives and mm-hmm. um, really, you know, draconian, uh, border policies, you know, concentration camps on the border, things Mm -hmm. like that. And then Trump's own what he's calling Agenda 47, which kind of hit yesterday. And a lot of people were very concerned about that because of the rhetoric coming out with that, because he was calling, um, you know, his opponents uh, saying they're vermin and Mm -hmm. that anybody who opposes him is mentally ill and needs to be emotionalized. Yes. Mm hmm. So we are really looking at a very scary situation. And on top of that, that they are, um, his team and I think another think tank, another uh, pack mm-hmm. is actually pre-scanning people to get into the administration because one of the problems that 
team Trump saw last time is that there were so many other Republicans that actually saw that what he was doing was unethical and illegal and against the Constitution. So they stopped him. Mm-hmm. That's going to not be there with 2024. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they are going to put in all sycophants, all people who are ready and willing to let Trump do whatever, do whatever. he wants. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so we're talking a total government takeover, a total uh, you know, annihilation of our federal government system and our institutions mm-hmm. and essentially an authoritarian dictatorship. I know, exactly. You know, and, and that and this this is one of the things that, you know, we 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 cannot let happen. And I, I know a lot of people are looking at, well, you know, what if you know he goes to jail and and you know the um you know, the, 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 the legal issues that he has and all of the uh, court cases that he has coming against him and stuff like that. And, and you know, what people don't realize is, you know, even with a lot of those, well, well, it, it's basically four, you know, he has, you know, four, four definite, uh, four definite um, court cases that he's going up against. Two of them, like I said, may not even make it to docket, docket by the time the election rolls around. You know, so that's going to be very difficult. The one I think, and even we were talking about again at, at the gala, um, we're talking about that with the strongest case, and we're hoping that it does. It's the one that he has in Washington D.C. You know, and that's the one um, that they're feeling as though that's going to go to court before the election rolls around, and that hopefully, with a lot of the people that have been um, brought up on charges, all of those. Uh, every, everyone with that that was part of January 6th, you know, they've been charged, you know, mm-hmm. and they've been charged and a lot of them have been found guilty and given prison time, you know, so they've been charged basically with the same thing that Donald Trump has been charged with, you right. know, so that's why they're hoping that, you know, that particular trend would continue. If that yeah. does not happen, you know, which, you know, you don't, you never know, but with the other cases, if those cases are held because of the fact of the timing and then with the election, you know, and if just say, you know, outside chance, you know, Donald Trump is successful in becoming president. Now everything changes because of the fact that they're not going to prosecute a sitting, a sitting uh, president. He, Donald Trump, even though he may not be able to pardon himself, can for a short period of time, give his vice president the ability to, and then the vice president pardons Donald Trump, you know, for and then Donald Trump comes back and begin and finishes out his term as president. So now all of those things that, that were brought up against him, gone. Nothing happened. They're gone. They're yeah. gone. And that and but, that's what you know people have to realize. Go ahead. I was gonna say, let's just recap. So right now, currently we have the New York civil case against Trump's mm-hmm. Business operations, which, by the way, he's already found liable and fraudulent in that case. So they're right. just determining what the liability is going to be. Right. So and that, that's going to just be a fine. Right. And basically him being barred from b- having business in business, New York. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So um, and he's probably going to have to sell quite a lot of his assets and things right. like that. Mm-hmm. So, that's ongoing right now, but that's actually one that's been taking up a lot of the airtime because like Ivanko is testifying. He's basically doing yeah, like a press yeah. conference after everyone. But anyway, so right. that's the one that's been in the news. We also have in the news, the Fulton County um, prosecution. Mm-hmm. That is a go with the election interference in Georgia. Right. And mm-hmm. we just saw some leaked documents or leaked video from Jenna mm-hmm. Ellis, I believe in Sidney Powell talking about how Donald Trump had no intention of leaving the White House, uh, which should, uh, like, all, like, 
when people tell you who they are, like, mm -hmm. listen, that's, this is that moment. Okay. Like Donald Trump is not going to leave the White House. He didn't want to leave that time. Exactly. Again, okay. Exactly. exactly. Um, so that's the other one. And then the other two are federal trials, one in my, in Florida and one in Washington, DC. Right. Florida mm -hmm. is related to the documents at Mar-a-Lago. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, you know, not returning the classified documents, things like that. And then right. the Washington DC one is related to January 6th exactly. and the coordination between the proud boys and the oath keepers and the ultimate breach of the right. Capitol, mm -hmm. which he's, uh, you know, been a part of, right. He's been indicated by people lower, you know, the other people who are involved saying that they were listening to him and things like that. Um, and yeah, the, the main leaders in both the oath keepers and the proud boys have already been found guilty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, of conspiracy, right? Exactly. exactly. I mean, um, so, and, and and that's one. Of the, that's the one that they're really hoping with the one in D.C. that they can, because like you said, the one in New York, you know, with Storm Daniels and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's what it is. Um, but the one that can really, you know, kind of squash all of his stuff is the one that they're at this point feel as though you know it has the better chances. The one in Washington D.C. The one in Mar-a-Lago. I mean, because I mean, Trump has implicated himself, you know, in all of it. You know, regardless right. of what, I mean, he's basically implicated, you know, certainly at Mar-a-Lago and, um, you know, in Fulton County, you know, because Fulton County, all I need is, uh, you know, 11,700 and whatever votes. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so, so, you know, and then when in Mar-a-Lago, you know, him making statements, you know, about, you know, well, I have some documents. I wish I could show them to you, but I haven't de declassified them. And you know, I mean, so he goes back and forth. So he's implicated himself in just about every case that's there, you know, but what's what the outcome is going to be. It's really, you know, with the timing and everything else, it's really going to um, come up to, you know, how things really proceed in the earlier trials, because now you're talking about time frame, and, and of course they can, you know, kind of push it back and, uh, looking at, you know, when they could actually go to trial on some of them um, before the election, after the election. If it's after the election, um, you know, Donald Trump cannot be elected because otherwise, like I said, all of the other stuff is going to go go by wayside. Right. Well, it's it's kind of a race against a clock for our mm -hmm. institutions themselves, right? So if exactly. the institutions can hold him, because it's not like there's a lack of evidence. Oh, no, no. There's, exactly. there's, there's <laughs> evidence. There's plenty of that. There's plenty like, of that. It's whether or not the prosecutors, the D Department of Justice, mm -hmm. um, the judges, everything can do all these things to make it, you know, bulletproof to get through all of his finagling, which he's definitely trying to do. Okay. Oh, definitely. Um, before he's elected again. I mean, and there's, mm -hmm. we're looking at some pretty sad and sagging polls for Joe Biden. Yeah, um, so there's a real possibility that Donald Trump can be reelected and we would be in a very bizarre posi position where mm -hmm. we have this, this person who's been convicted of all this stuff that he's just basically, you know, wrung away, you know, wiped away from his fans and mm -hmm. he'd be reelected. I mean, it would, it would be the end of our institutions and the end of the United States as we know it and the end of democracy. And, and I don't say that lightly because I'm not a super big fear monger person like no, that. But, but, I, but I totally agree with you though. I mean, I, and, and, that, and that's why, you know, we really have to make sure, you know, that we get people in place, you know, and continue to push out to, you know, those that are listening and those that, you know, are eligible to vote and, um, why we do what we do as far as, you know, here with now, you know, because we want to make sure that everybody is aware of, 
you know, the things that's going on, the things that's happening, you know, how they're happening. Um, and we encourage everyone to, you know, read up on it, find out as much information as you can. Uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, as far as the show is concerned, certainly, you know, email us, right, you know, and, and that type of thing. And we'll give you the uh, information for that. But want to make sure that everybody knows what's going on, because we are, you know, really, you know, coming down to, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the last little piece of if this happens, then this happens. If this happens, then this happens. You know, so we're we're in we we could put ourselves in some dire straits, you know, if we don't do what we need to do when it comes to, you know, our you know, our civil liberty, our, our rights, you know, and our democracy as it stands now. Um, just because of the fact that you walk down the street and you know, you, you drive your car, you go to work, you come back home, and and you know a lot of things can change if something happens, you know, and I know for the black and brown, you know, um, community, even now, if something happens, you know, from the standpoint of our just, justice system, a judicial system and stuff like that, those things can change. You know, you think that you've been discriminated against now. Um, if, Donald Trump, if Donald Trump wins the election, you won't have any recourse. You know, right. it's going to be this and that's it. You know, so right. people want to say, well, it doesn't affect me. It's not going to happen. This, that, and the other thing. Look, we need to open up our eyes and really, really, really take to heart the things that are possible. And yep. yeah, from, from from some standpoints, you know, well, you know, it's an outside chance, but as these things, um, as time, like you had said, Cindy, as, as, as time begin to wind up, those possibilities look like they're becoming more and more probable. Hopefully right. we can do what we need to do so that that won't happen, but we wanna make sure that everybody is aware and we do what we need to do to make sure that we uh, protect our democracy, protect our rights, you know, for, for those, not just us, but for if you have a child and if you have a child that has children, you know, you want to make sure that they're protected also because it's yeah. going to affect them. You know, trust yep. and believe these things are going to affect them down the line. So, again, yep. um, we can't be on too much longer. I'm, I wish we had a longer, uh, more time for today. But again, my name is Howard Happen Now You Know. And please, please, please um, write the show right in if you want to uh, definitely have a question. Um, if you, you know, want to ask us a question, if you want to be on the show, um, Dr. Banya will certainly give you information for that, as well as supporting local media and, and uh, going from there as far as the show is concerned. How can you be, how can you get involved? How can you get involved locally, you know, with your local um, candidates, with your local um Democratic Party, you know, with your local institutions, how can you get involved? We'd love to share that information with you and we'll just be happy to give you whatever you need so that we can all make wise and informed decisions. My name is Howard Seppert. Now you know, and Dr. Cindy Banyo will certainly give you information of how you can support local media. Absolutely. So we'd love to hear from you. You can send us a message, question, comment, issue, or you want to be on the show, send us a message at info at bigmouthmediafl.com. We would love to hear from you. If you would like to support us in independent media, you can subscribe on our plans and pricing page for as little as $4.99 a month. Exactly. Every dollar helps an independent company like ours. So you can find that on the plans and pricing page on the Big Mouth Media website at bigmouthmediafl.com. And right now, the best thing that you can do is make sure that your voter registration is all up to date. So if you're anywhere in the United States, you can go to vote.org. And if you're right here with us in Lee County, you can go to lee.vote, get your voter registration, get your vote by mail and update your signature. Thanks for joining us here on Now You Know with Howard Sapp. And I've been your co-host, Cindy Banier, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.